Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League. Let's talk Jerome Luai because obviously there have been some developments in his contract. He uh, is now sought after by the Bulldogs and the Bulldogs look to be the favourites to sign him. Now Cameron Serrato, it was very interesting, he came out the other day and made a comment saying that Jerome, they wouldn't go for any Panthers players, let alone Jerome Luai, if they... Unless they wanted to leave the club, unless they really wanted to leave the club, and they expressed that with the Bulldogs. Uh, now, obviously, previously, Jerome Luai had met with Phil Gould, um, or at least it had been reported that those two had met and had a discussion. Um, but Cameron Serrato came out and he said that uh, the Bulldogs would not be poaching any Penrith players unless they really wanted to leave Penrith. Uh, and now they are being reported as the favourites to sign Jerome Luai. And it's very strange off the back of news only last week that Jerome Luai was really looking up to Benji Marshall, that Benji Marshall is one of Jerome Luai's idols, that uh, Jerome Luai used to watch him as a kid and, you know, was one of his favourite players. Um, and he would love to play under Benji Marshall. Now, maybe that's still the case. Maybe these reports, you know, are, are a little bit Barney. Maybe, um, you know, the West Tigers and the Bulldogs are sort of battling it out for Jerome Luai at the moment. But the reports suggest and the reports read that the Bulldogs are the favourites at the moment over the West Tigers with the idol in uh, Benji Marshall as the as the head coach. Um, the Bulldogs are the favourites to sign Jerome Luai. Now, maybe this is off the back of the news that pretty much the whole board for the West Tigers uh, has been quote-unquote, let go, and a whole new board is come in uh, or is yet to come in, and they've got an interim CEO and an interim chairman at the moment. Uh, Shade Richardson as well came out with some comments today and it sort of made you scratch your head a little bit. Obviously said, uh, we're not in a rebuild, we're in a build again, which if you really read between the lines there, it is the same thing. Isn't a building? Isn't building something again the definition of rebuild? You're rebuilding something. You're building it again. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, maybe that was a turnoff for Jerome Luai. Maybe he's now looking further at this, you know, Bulldogs contract, and maybe it's a little looking a little bit more enticing. There's a lot of things going on at the West Tigers at the moment. You know, there's still a lot of things going on at the Dragons. I don't know what the Dragons situation is with Jerome Luai. I think they're more gun ho on Tom Dearden. Uh, if I, you know, uh, am thinking about that correctly, I'm pretty sure I saw a report saying that Shane Flanagan would rather have Tom Dearden um, than Jerome Luai. You'd imagine that they could get Tom Dearden for a little bit cheaper than they could a Jerome Luai. But over the next few years, you're going to see Tom Dearden probably take that number seven jersey off DCE. Potentially, it's either him or Ezra Mam to come into that side. Uh, if he doesn't take the seven jersey off DCE, he takes the six jersey of Cameron Munster for me, one of the two. Uh, Ezra Mam's going to be in there somewhere as well. But Tom Dearden's going to be a future origin half. We saw that when he came in um, for Cameron Munster uh, in that origin series, and they won it as well, and he played really, really well. A lot of people were saying, oh, fuck, they picked a reserve grader, and he came out and absolutely killed it in that side. Uh, anyway... Back on Jerome Luai, uh, the Tigers are more keen on Tom Dearden. The West Tigers look to be slipping down the pecking order and the Bulldogs are at the top of the moment. Um, but if you look at both of these teams, if you look at the Bulldogs and you look at 
the West Tigers. You've got two really young, raw number sevens in Jaden Sullivan and Latu Fainu at the West Tigers. Um, watching both of these guys in New South Wales Cup or, you know, in SG Ball and stuff like that for Latu Fainu, but watching the, both of these guys in reserve grade, you can see, especially for Jaden Sullivan, who we've seen a lot more of, uh, when he's been in that number seven jersey in New South Wales Cup, he's killed it. And I r- specifically remember a game uh, against the Rabbitohs. I went to go watch my mate in the lower grades. Uh, I think it was in one of the trial matches. Uh, obviously, when they select a few guys to be in a um, development squad and they train them up and then they go and play. Uh, but I remember watching my mate play in one of those. Uh, he did his shoulder and we were about to leave. And obviously, uh, that was a game where Tyrell Sloan was playing, Jaden Sullivan and Junior they were all in that side and they were going up against the Rabideau side with, uh, you know, Davey Mowali. Uh, I think, uh, I'm just trying to remember who else was in that side, but Davey Mowali was there. I think Liam Knight was playing in that one, uh, but it was their New South Wales Cup side um, and they were going up against the Dragons. Uh, and Tyrell Sloan, he scored about three tries in, well, I'd say, 15 minutes, just less than 15 minutes. Um, but Jaden Sullivan had set every single one of those up and the momentum was pretty much coming off him in that number seven jersey. He was doing a lot for that side. Him and Tyrell Sloan combining really well. Um, but Jaden Sullivan, you can tell that he has got the potential to lead a side around the park with a few games under his belt. He needs a few games, you know, in first grade. Obviously, he was in and out of first grade. Then the Dragons thought he was a hooker. It was a lot of dramas, but... You've got, you can see that he's got the potential to lead a side around. And with Latu Fano as well, uh, what I really saw it was in that under-19s origin game. Now, yeah, it's one game, but I really got a sense that Latu Fano could lead an NRL side around. Uh, looked really silky with the ball. Um, you know, his direction, he, he was very vocal in that game as well. Yes, granted, they had a lot of stars in that game, like Ethan Strange, Ethan Ferguson. Um, they had Chevy Stewart at fullback as well. They had a lot of stars in that game. Uh, they were playing for New South Wales. Samuel Afina was in the front row, who's obviously at the West Tigers now as well. Uh, but Latu, for me, you've got all these try scorers like Ethan Strange, who I think scored two on the night. Ethan Ferguson scored a freakish Vernavalu jump try. Uh, and he's a big guy as well, Ethan Ferguson. Uh, at South Sydney at the moment, he's Latrell Mitchell's cousin, I think. Um, anyway... Uh, but Latu Fainu was the standout for me uh, with his direction, his ball playing. Uh, it was very, very good. It was a little bit quiet in the second half, I think, or maybe for like 20 minutes in the second half. But for most of the game, he was on point. His ball playing was crisp. I think they brought it on another half. I think it was Tom Weaver that came on uh, for him a little bit later in the game, or maybe he was like a roaming lock sort of role. Uh, but Latu Fainu in that game stood out for me that he could run a football side over the next, you know, four or five years. Definitely not straight away. Can't just come in and do it straight away. It's very rare for players to just come in and do it straight away, especially when they have zero NRL experience um, and they, they come in straight away. A lot of people are expecting Isaiah Katoa to do that. Yes, he had a beer. I think, to be honest, personally, I think he had a big year uh, for what I expected his development to be like. He was pretty much just chucked straight into the deep end, straight into the side. He was moved around quite a bit. Uh, but all in all, I think he had a pretty decent year for the most of it. Um, but, you know, it's very hard for halves to, you know, 
you know, come in fresh from playing, you know, New South Wales Cup SG ball and to just come in and get it right straight away. I think it's going to be in this first year having Latifani there. He's going to be in that 14 jersey, um, you know, playing a little bit off the bench, maybe in a roaming sort of role for the last 20 minutes of games. Uh, but where does Jerome Luai fit into this side? I think that with the both of these guys having potential to run football sides, Jaden Sullivan and Latifanu, I think Jerome Luai can fit into the six and do a really good job there. Whereas at the Bulldogs, and obviously sorry for the West Tigers ramble and the Jaden Sullivan Latifanu ramble, uh, but at the Bulldogs, he'd probably have to play seven. And yes, he's very adamant he can he can run a football side, and we've seen a little bit of that. Sorry for Samoa, uh, obviously in that World Cup series where they nearly went on to get into the grand final. Obviously, didn't play in this most recent one, which is annoying because we really did want to see if Jerome Luai could do it all again. Um, but you've got to remember that World Cup side for Samoa. Um, they had they didn't have too many guys. I mean, Chanel Harris-Devita was playing dummy half by the end of it as well. But you can see that Jerome Luai does have the potential to lead a side around uh, to some aspect. It was only a couple of games, though. I want to see more games of Jerome Luai, you know, at the seven. Maybe while Nathan Cleary's off at Origin, if Jerome Luai doesn't get selected this year, I'd love to see him be put at seven and just to see if he can run a footy side on his own. Uh, at least for you know, the two or three games that Nathan Cleary is away for Origin. Um, but right now with some of the games that I've watched from him and, you know, sometimes in big moments, he might make the wrong play, but doesn't every half when they're very young. Uh, and you've got to remember that Jerome Luai is still, what, 26, 27 years old, 26. There we go. Just looked it up then. He's still 26 years old. It's not like he's 30, 31, 32. It's really not like he's been around for 10 years. He only did debut, when did uh, Jerome Luai debut? I think he debuted in 2018. Could be very wrong about that. Jerome Luai debut, looking it up now. Uh, 2018, fucking bang on there. Uh, Only debuted in 2018, so he's only been around for, you know, four or five years. His first year full-time at six was just after, um, obviously, James Maloney left, which was in, I think, 2018 as well. I think that was that year, 2018, 2019, I think James Maloney left the Panthers. God, kids, good. Just looked it up then. It was 2019. So, he, he, Jerome Luai's only been the main half of this side. Well, not the main half of this side. He's only been the six and playing in the NRL really for three years. 2020, 2021, 2022, tw- four years. 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023. Um, obviously, three of those years they won the comp, and that uh, first year they lost to Melbourne. So he's only been around really for four years uh, of those five years since his debut. He's only really been around for four years. We haven't seen too much of Jerome Luai, uh, and we haven't definitely haven't seen enough to know if he can run a footy site or not. Yes, he claims he can. Yes, he claims that he can go to another team and be the main half, be the number seven. But right now, personally, from what I've seen from Jerome Luai, I don't think he's ready just yet to be that a senior half in a footy side, especially at the Bulldogs, who right now, they're struggling. They are really struggling for all of the stars that they've got. They aren't really going too well. And as much as I'm a big fan of Luai, 
and what he's done in the game. As we said before, with the international success, with multiple premierships, I don't think he's the half that the Bulldogs need. The Bulldogs need an older half with a bit more experience exclusively at seven and who can lead a team around. I don't think Luai's there yet, um, but I'm confident he can be. I'm happy to be proven wrong, but I just don't think that Jerome Luai is ready to lead around a footy side, ready to lead around the Bulldogs, especially with everything that's happening at the Bulldogs right now. I really don't think it's the best environment for Jerome Luai to be running that footy side. And as I said, happy to be proven wrong. Happy for him to sign with the Bulldogs, play halfback, and them to go on and win a comp. I'm happy to be proven wrong. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it from Luai. As I said, I'm a big fan of Luai. I mean, what he did for Samoa was insane. The fact that he's been at the Penrith Panthers who have won three grand finals and been a big part of those three grand finals himself, you know, absolutely outstanding. He's a part of one of the greatest sides ever to be assembled. Jerome Luai, can't take that away from him. I just don't think he's ready to run a footy side and I just don't think that the Bulldogs is the right place to do that if he does go and sign with a club to run that footy side. I just don't think that the Bulldogs is the place to do it. I think that he can go to the West Tigers and be a senior half there with some younger halves, obviously, in Latifanu and Jaden Sullivan. I think it would be a perfect fit. I think that he can go there and play six but still be that senior half and to bark the team around, you know, and quote-unquote lead a footy team around the park. I just don't think it's the Bulldogs. And I know I've said a lot of things in a roundabout ways, uh, obviously talking a lot about Jaden Sullivan and Latifanu. Um, but, I, you know, to sum everything that I've set up, I think that the Bulldogs isn't the best fit for Jerome Luai. Yes, they're the favorites to sign him. Uh, and yes, you know, they've got a lot of stars in that side. But I just don't think he's ready to run a footy side this early in his career. Because you've got to remember, as we said, only been playing really as a senior half or as a starting half in a team for four years. Not that long. Not really that long. He's very early in his career. Yes, he's 26 years old, but he's still very early in his career. Only been playing for four years. So I haven't seen enough for him to, you know, be convinced that he can run an NRL side. Uh, people forget too, we talked a lot about this Samoa leading a, you know Samoa to nearly a World Cup final. You know, he did that in the international arena. In the international arena, you are in a team with the best of the best in your nation. Uh, there was a lot of really talented players in that Samoan side. Yes, granted, they had a lot of players out. You know, Chanel Harris-Tavita was playing hooker when I don't think he's played one game of hooker in his time at the Warriors at all. But it's still a very good side. It's still in the international arena. NRL is very different. I don't think that he can lead a footy side around the park yet. Uh, I I imagine he could uh, a little bit later in his career, maybe when he is in his 30s. But right now, I think it's too early in his career for him to be leading a footy side around. I don't think he's ready to lead a footy side around yet. I think the Tigers could be a good fit. I think that with Aiden Caesar at the club as well, with the younger halves, he can short, sort of show them how to run a footy side. And then, you know, he can be the senior half in that team, Jerome Luai. Uh, but, you know, he can still have these younger guys steering the ship and let Jerome Luai play the silky, um, you know, X-factor footy 
that we know and love uh, from Jerome Luai and what we've seen from him at the Panthers for the past four years uh, and the footy that he's been playing in one of the best sides we've ever seen in the Penrith Panthers. So, um, yeah, very keen to see what happens with Jerome Luai um, for his, I, I wouldn't say development because he's, you know, been in the NRL for four years, but for his career's sake, I don't think the Bulldogs is the best career move right now. In the future, when he is ready to run a footy side, sure. But right now, I think if I'm picking between the Tigers, who, yes, have had their own amount of dramas, and maybe that's a bit of a turnoff for him at the moment. But if I'm picking between the Tigers and the Bulldogs as a half, I'm going to go with the Tigers just you know, if I'm Jerome Luai, I'm going to go with the Tigers just with how that side and the halves and that side and the direction that side is going in. I think that I see a little bit more potential in the West Tigers than I do in the Bulldogs for Jerome Luai in his situation at the moment. I think that the West Tigers would be the best fit. I'd love to hear what you guys think. I have rambled on a bit, so I'll shut up now. But Jerome Luai, I think you should go to the Tigers, bro. Brother, I think it's the best move for you. And I think that you're going to have more success at the Tigers in the number six than you will right now at the Bulldogs in the number seven. Oh,